Strap one on, it's time to jam. Sam, we watched uh, we watched another Fortress movie. Sure did. Fortress colon Sniper's Eye or for our fellow Canucks, Sniper's Eye colon Fortress. Yeah, that was weird. Almost makes it worse to put Sniper's Eye at the beginning because like that review said from the last episode, no zero snipers. We don't even see a sniper rifle. No one looks through the scope of anything. I guess we're establishing that like you had to like it's continuation and you should know that Balzari uses a sniper's rifle in the first movie. And you won't get that if you don't watch the first Fortress, Sean. You will be missing out. I guess. (laughs) I mean, they recap enough of the first movie. Half of this movie's runtime is flashbacks. It's so weird this movie came out barely six months after the first one i think even less if you do like digital to digital i'm looking at physical release to physical release which i think was december to april or may but they all i guess they knew obviously no one would remember the first movie so they had to remind you but just the audacity of this movie existing (laughs) that they went you know what people are going to love this one so much that we should just go right ahead and make another one. And it's so clear that this movie did not have the same director as the first one because like the to- the look is totally different, the writing is flat. There's I mean even by Fortress like original Fortress yeah. standards, the writing of Fortress Sniper's Eye is flat. The acting is pathetic, like it's non-existent. Like it this was so bad. Like this was so bad. Yeah. We might as well not even sugarcoat it. This is going to be right near the bottom. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It is worse than the first movie. It is essentially the first movie again, but, but shittier somehow done worse. Chad, Mike, they, they end up back in the fortress, the same fortress, the- by the way, because we were speculating on whether it would be the same fortress or a new one. They couldn't afford a second fortress. It's the same one. This one barely has any exterior stuff. Like at least the last one, they kind of walked around the compound and did a little something, something. This time, they're pretty much always down in the fortress. And it takes like a half an hour before Chad Michael Murray shows back up. And his goal is exactly the fucking same as the first movie. Yep. I need your help to hack into some money. And I want you to suffer, Bruce. Well, I want to make if you turned this, this movie into a drinking game where you drank every time Chad Michael Murray says any variation of I need to make sure you suffer. Yeah, you would. I don't even want to you say you die. die, but you'd have a bigger buzz than you would maybe expect. It's just, and like we talked about it while we were watching the movie, but there's just no enthusiasm from any of the characters. And Chad Michael Murray kind of like we talked about it in the first one too. Like he's a standout. Like he is having fun. He is enthusiastic. He is over the top. Like he is just like it's not necessarily good acting, but it's at least fun acting to watch. But he's doing like the same thing here, 
but somehow without the fun element. So yeah. he's just way over the top. And it's like, holy shit, dude, breathe. But also no one else around him is having fun. So he's like a hyperactive no. toddler at a funeral where the rest of you, you know, everyone else is like this, you know, this is meant to be a somber serious time and then you have this one guy just running around going i like fucking lollipops yay and it just makes it stand out so much and it's no more evident so when we talked about the first movie we said well we like this one guy blaine like that character is fun he's having a good time and he's just so happy to be in an action movie and he is back for the sequel and it is like a completely different character he is just as somber and dour as everyone else and his love interest does get shot pretty early on. But even before that, even before that, he's talking about how he was going through like a serious depression and like that he like got this job and like it's just it's so sad. It's like, just such a dour fucking slog of a movie. Like there's that's what got us through that first one is at least like he's fun. And there's a couple like when, you know, Jesse Metcalf finds out that his dad was retired CIA and Bruce Willis is just casually walking around shooting, shooting people. people. And he's like watching him ha- from the window. This has none of that. There is no moment I can point. The only thing that I think we pointed to is when the bad guys from the first movie keep filing in Jesse Metcalf says, did none of you assholes actually die? And that was a decent line. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> That's all we can point to. And like the first movie, like Bruce Willis was having, you know, a decent time. Like there were moments. And obviously there's that cloud of what these situations are hanging over the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was he there because he just wanted to do some more acting. Was he there because, you know, people kind of manipulated him into being there. I'm not here to speculate, but there are these moments where it does look like he came to life and was like, I'm enjoying being here. Like a couple moments in Fortress or Breach still being one of the better examples. Yeah, exactly. Like he seemed to be having moments. This one, like there's no personality. There's no charm. There's no energy. There's nothing. He spends the first half of the movie in a hospital bed. And then the second half of the movie sitting in a chair. That's it. Like, I think he gets up and walks at one point when he gets out of the chair to like walk to being kidnapped or whatever and stuck in a different chair he does punch a guy i he punches I was, a guy when i was going back to do the willis count so at the end of the first movie chad michael murray's like my wife's been stuck in a russian prison because of me go save her and bruce willis says i will and you think maybe that's going to be the second movie but he saves her in the first two minutes yeah and in that scene he does punch a dude i saw it it was him yeah so i was like all right yeah it was definitely him cool. i did i did notice that too so that's the one difference is the Sasha, the wife of Chad Michael Murray's character is here. And there's a bit of a question of, you know, is he, she on his side? Is she on the fortress's side? But even that gets knocked out pretty quick. And like, ultimately like Chad Michael Murray's motivation has nothing to do with his wife. There's that one really awkward hug. Yeah. That happens between them. that I don't know what boy, the hell is happening there, but it was strange. We just recorded a, so do we still like this episode for they, which which is weird to think probably came out like a month ago before what we're recording right now. And we talked about lack of chemistry, but Oh boy, when the two, the husband and wife are reunited for the first time in years, they hug like a two fifth graders at a dance, just like weird outstretched, like kind of arms. And then like maybe a spit of her head is like getting like smushed into his chest. And she's got like, okay. Like, let's just say like, the actress has probably had too much lip filler and like he's squishing her and she's like fully like fish lipped. Cause like 
her face is just getting smushed by like his hand on the back of his her it's just it's fucking weird like it's just it's the weirdest hug and she looks so young next to him oh my god yeah like apparently they're not that far apart in age but when they're standing next to each other she just looks like a child yep it's really it's it's real weird other new characters uh kate's back and she's clearly been working out and put it in her contract that every single shirt she wears will end below right below the boob and then it's just nothing but abs she's undeniably in shape but it oh, is yeah. ridiculous that anyone would dress like that day to day especially in the context of like what they're doing they're like decommissioning the fortress and like it should also be noted that like this is taking place all of four weeks after the original events for oh, wait no he rescues yeah, he her rescues two weeks, her two after, weeks the after and then it's two yeah. weeks after that so it's a month yeah and bruce Which, Willis is in a hospital bed recovering from a gunshot wound to the shoulder yeah for like several weeks in intensive care which seems extreme. Or they're also, just really bad at doctoring inside the fortress. So everything takes three times as long. I don't know. Which like, why did he need to be in the fortress? Like he could have gone to like just a regular hospital. Also, also good question. <laughs> also the fact that you thought it was two weeks. Like I made that joke about the fact that, you know, they do the two weeks to two weeks and then they do like a flashback to Bruce Willis killing Chad Michael Murray. And they're like one month ago, you're the reason that they needed to do that. <laughs> I also just realized that there's no drama from that bit where Chad Michael Murray's wife thinks that Bruce Willis killed Chad Michael Murray in self-defense. And she asks him, you had no choice, right? And then we see the flashback where he just shoots Literally had a choice. Defenseless, defenseless Chad Michael Murray. So we're like, oh, that's going to come up later. It never does. It kind of does at the end, but I think she's like, yeah, no, you were right to do that. He's a dick. Yeah, at that point, at it that doesn't point, matter. Like, she doesn't care. Because she signals to Chad Michael Murray to come inside the fortress and gets him inside, but then is like, you said you weren't going to hurt people. And so then she turns against him. But yeah, they really set up that there's going to be like that maybe she'll turn coat because she'll be mad. Like, you said it was in self defense and he says you shot him in cold blood. It doesn't matter. Nope at all they have this one chance for conflict and they do nothing with it and then the rest is just the the same shit as the first movie chad michael murray going like i want my money and jesse medcalf's sounding like he has a f- mouthful of saliva at all times oh. it's like oh god jesse medcalf he sounds like he's wearing an ill-fitted retainer it's re- just really bad in the months since the last movie, the government has like seized all of his dumb cryptocurrency companies' <laughs> assets, and it sounds like he's in real trouble. But I guess we're just gonna gloss over that. Like it, like the they like all that's been locked up as evidence. It's like it really sounds like you're gonna go to prison, Jesse Metcalf. But okay, and like we're gonna sit and we're gonna hack and. There's no action, really. Like, Blaine had some fun shit in the first one, and there's, like, one moment where he hangs a dude on a zip line, and you're like, I guess that's something, although he doesn't say, like, you know... You can what's also... A good, what's a good one-liner to murder someone on a zip line? Enjoy your trip? I don't know. zippity doo motherfucker. Yeah, there like, you, go. you could do, like, literally anything. I mean, but he didn't. And you could clearly see it, like, the guy was just clipped onto a harness. Yeah. It's like, I know we're supposed to think he's being hung, but it really looks like he just shoved a guy down a zip line yeah. and the guy's just going to get to the bottom and be Whee! Yeah, exactly. 
He's going to get to the bottom, come back up and shoot him. Again, like, again. You did no. nothing. <laughs> that was neat. Now you're dead. Thank you. Uh, and then there's Kate's sister who like somehow is like the mastermind of this movie. I don't understand. Like she finds like the hidden path. Oh, and they keep talking about this hidden passage in the bathroom. And I'm like, my guy, it's just, it's an HVAC duct. Yep. It's not a secret passage. It sounds way cooler if you call it a secret passage, but. It's HVAC. It is a basic building system, my friend. Your whole thing is that people would climb into vents, but then leave the vent cover off. So it would be very obvious that someone went into a vent. Yeah. Which is a good point. Um, I like that. It happened like three times. It was a lot. Yeah, they introduce Kate's mom and sister. They add nothing other than the mom gets kidnapped. I was like, at least hopefully the mom gets to do something. She doesn't. No, she gets to sit on a chair with Bruce Willis. (laughs) Yeah. Bruce Willis has a couple of smart alecky lines, but it's just. He just just, boring. Like, take Bruce Willis out of the equation completely. Why the fuck did you make this movie? Like one was enough. Why did you? I, I know the answer is probably some like there's 15 producers attached to it. And there's some weird shady like, hey, we're doing the Fortress series and we're going to pocket a bunch of money. But I just it's so unnecessary. Can't you also make a try and make a good movie? Like, is that why is that? I know you have very limited resources and very little time, but like people have done more with less. You could all, all the time. Like you could even keep the same cast. Like it doesn't matter because all these Bruce Willis movies have like more or less the same cast. Anyways, there's like 16 people and they just are on a rotational contract to be in these movies. But like you could have just taken the same cast, the same setting even, I don't think would have been like that bad and make a totally different movie. Like this didn't need to happen because it's just, it's not a sequel. It's just a rehash. And like, I can't believe that this was supposed to be three movies. I I can't even what do imagine you do with the third movie. Like <laughs> there was not enough to sustain one movie, and they clearly barely. realized that because the second one was, "What if we just did that again?" But like I know, okay, Willis is here because you got to sell this movie, and you know, hey, we have a big star. I just cannot wrap my head around how did no one want to do better? Like if they gave you or I right now two million dollars, that space, those actors, and no script. I feel like we could do, we could do something, something. Like the part that gets me, it's not even like that the, the writing is bad or whatever. It's just seeing like the level of energy and commitment that these people gave to the first one. And then you put the same cast in the same situation and they are just like dour, miserable, boring. Yeah. Like, there's it, nothing fun. It felt like maybe they signed up to do like, we're going to do more than one of these. It's in our contract. And then they got to the second one and just went, holy shit. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Like, oh my God. And they talk in the seven minute bonus feature about, you know, the one thing they keep saying is he's such a good director. He knows exactly what he wants. That's what they keep saying. It's like, that's a meaningless statement. I want this. this I want to film you guys saying these lines. Like this guy knows what he wants. Uh, You know, Bruce is a legend. You know, I think Jesse Metcalf's really interesting because he's the he's the action he's the hero, but he's not the standard action hero. It's like, yeah, because he sucks and doesn't do anything. 
that doesn't make it interesting he to have your hero batted. Yeah, he cold who then comes one. back and like forces him back into the room. So yeah, I mean. like one guard who's clearly about to retire from being a henchman because he's 71. He gets the drop on that guy and then it barely works. There's a bit after Blaine kills those two guys where Jesse Medcalf goes at someone and then just immediately gets shot with a sleeping dart. So that was kind of unintentionally funny to watch the good character murder two dudes efficiently and then have our actual hero immediately fail. But it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Why? No. Just try. No, like you it's... must be watching this movie and seeing like nothing flows well. Like every conversation is, what do you think about that? Cut to other person, weird, unnatural pause. I don't know about that cut to other person after weird unnatural pause even when they're in like the same because i know we've commented on this in some of the other movies that you know bruce isn't always necessarily in the same shot and like it's obvious that like they weren't recording at the same time so you end up with like those weird pacing problems like in cosmic sin where like he just clearly cut saying yeah exactly yeah exactly and there's like weird pauses but that's happening here even when it's like chad michael murray is standing directly behind him yeah and, and he's clearly still, with Jesse Metcalf in a couple of scenes too. And there's still that weird pause. And it's not, you know, not, not to be unkind to Bruce Willis, but like, it's not as if it's only him and like, he's being fed his lines through like an earpiece and like, you know, it's taking him a moment to process, which, you know, we've, well, I think we, we can just say is, is probably happening. Yeah, exactly. We know now that that is probably, unfortunately the reality with like these really late movies, but it's happening with the other characters. So like, it's yeah. obviously not, anything related to willis specifically like it's just the pacing is so strange like of the yeah. dialogue it's everything just the chad michael murray jesse Metcalf scenes have the same feel of now it's my line now it's your line now it's my line now it's your line just very high school production like it seems like just nobody really knows how to make a movie that's it was it's just bad it's just bad yeah, like, it's i just think bad. that's how we can sum it up like it's shit and I mean, like the movie ends with like Kate and her sister and her mom, like just sitting in a room, like basically talking about how Kate and Paul are going to go back to Michigan and like how it's going to be a great change for Paul after like all this shit. And like it, her sister's just sitting there and like laughing and smiling. I'm like, you just killed a man. <laughs> yeah. Like you just shot a man point blank in the head. Like and they've established like this is later on the same day this is not as if it's like you know after three months of therapy to like process what's happened like no it's that no, afternoon no. boy this, those were this, crazy times this morning yeah like she bashed a guy in the head with an like a, a fire extinguisher she's like had to like set up booby traps she like dragged jesse metcalf's character into a cage to try to protect him like really she's the hero of this movie which is pathetic by yeah. the way and like at the end they're just basically like yeah it's fine my phone was ringing the question is where does this rank hit us with our current ranking oh well the bottom as it currently stands is airstrike uh airstrike hard kill cosmic sin vice marauders Acts of Violence, The First Fortress, Out of Death, Apex, Reprisal, Catch-44, Trauma Center, Deadlock, 
Cold Light of Day, Precious Cargo, Breach, and Once Upon a Time in Venice. I almost read Bruce Willis ranking as being a movie, but that's not a movie. <laughs> okay, so is this better than Airstrike? Yes, I mean, fuck, is it though? I think it is. It, by a hair. It is very close. Like, I think this is between Hard Kill and Airstrike. I would agree. It has a lot of the same very bad qualities as Hard Kill, but I feel like we had a little bit more fun poking fun at Hard Kill. Whereas think... this, this you can't even do that. Like, there's just nothing here. It's just so incompetent on just a base level that there's nothing funny. Whereas at least Hard Kill, we were like, oh, the partner, that's dumb. Uh-huh. Well, and the thing is, is like I think just the just the fact of it being a sequel makes it all the more insulting because it's yeah. like you did this once already, and it was like it wasn't great. Yeah. I mean, it's still you know bottom ten. Not only did you not learn any of the mistakes, but you've added more. Yeah, no, it's I, just it's insultingly bad. Like I gave you the report that you got an F on and told you what to fix, and then you just. We've had to create an even a new, worse report. We, we've had to create a new grade for you. Yeah, like how did this happen? Y- you've learned nothing. Yeah. So I can't believe it, but I think it's not. It's not the worst worst, but boy, it. It's close. let it be known. It is not like it's uh you know a leaps and bounds ahead of airstrike. It is hanging out in the same crowd. I think like we're putting it above but like really i feel like they're almost tied yeah because like airstrike overall was a shittier movie and like i mean it's it's chinese war propaganda that just happens to have bruce willis thrown in but like at least it had some kind of like fun moments like that you could it's extremely long it's overly long but like at least it had those but it wasn't it was like like, 96 minutes was it airstrike was remember we there's like a huge long cut two and a half hours okay no the version we watched was like 96 minutes okay then maybe maybe airstrike wasn't so great but i feel like now you're making the case that this should go at the bottom not i'm i'm like i'm leaving them kind of like tied i will maybe give them like i'll give fortress like that's like, oh, we didn't even talk about the best part of the movie, which like, I guess is maybe the only thing that makes it better than Airstrike, which is that at the very beginning, we see them packing up a case of grenades and like they really focus on it. Like, mm. oh, haha, we're not going to put those in the truck because I don't want the truck to explode and like laughing. And we're like, OK, definitely those grenades are going to come back once we get into like the siege situation. And it's as if they totally forgot that they had that focus on the grenades. So at the very end, they're like, shit, we got to do something with these. So when chad michael murray is down and you know we've established that in the first one he's wearing a kevlar jacket so bruce willis knows he's wearing kevlar he takes a grenade and goes kevlar and shoves the fucking grenade under his bulletproof vest which is amazing because he could have just shot him in the head yes and then fucking chad michael murray even though it's just under the vest it's just like padding all over himself it's like just reach under and get it but okay i guess you're panicking did we? Okay, so I didn't totally notice, and because I had to pay actual real-world dollars to rent this piece of shit, I didn't go back I and look own at it. I it forever on disc, Ugh. so... Did they actually show Chad Michael Murray's face in that? Because I feel like it was just like kind of from the neck down. Yeah, so neck that's down. exactly it. They knew at this stage they weren't going to get to make three. Chad Michael Murray was already gone from set, and like 
probably had, I don't know, other things to do. Maybe he was on the One Tree Hill podcast that week and had things to do. But like, so it's obvious that they're just like, shit, well, we got to kill him somehow. This seems dumb. Let's do that. I like the idea that all uh, if they had not done that, the ending would have been Bruce Willis shoots him in his Kevlar vest again. again. And then he's just like, which, motherfuckers, I'm back. Which, by the way, he is wearing over his clothes this time. So there is no excuse. Yes, no question. All right. So welcome to second last place, Fortress Sniper's Eye. Hard Kill is now the third worst movie we've watched. Are there any more of these with Jesse Metcalf? Um... I don't think so. There's at least one more with Chad Michael Murray, maybe yeah. two. I think there's actually two. Survive the Night and Survive the Game. But I think not also in Gasoline Alley. Am I wrong? No, that's Devin Sawa. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesse Metcalf might be in it in a smaller role. Let me see. I think we're done, which is good because, boy, He's he not is good. poison to these things. Uh, Jesse Metcalf, Fortress, Fortress, Sniper's Eye, Hard Kill. Oh, God, I forgot he was in Escape Plan 2. Nope, we're free. Perfect. We did it. (sighs) Okay, yeah, now we got to do the Willis time count, I guess. I'm going to guess that he was in this for, this was 87 minutes long. I'm going to guess that he was in this for 22. That seems high. I think, yeah, I think you're overshooting it, but there's no take backs. He's uh, 1625. Yeah. Keeping in mind, I did not include flashbacks because that felt like cheating. Okay, yeah. So I feel like with the flashbacks, I would have probably been pretty close because holy crap, there were a lot of flashbacks. Yeah, I fl- movie this short. Flashbacks would have added a couple minutes easy, but yeah, I was like, nah, that that doesn't count. That's he cheating. did not shoot that for this movie, so no. Yeah, nope, that's fair. It's worth noting too that in this movie, at least uh, Jesse Metcalf has recovered from the jaundice he was suffering from. Yes, everyone looks so much healthier here. They've been eating well and taking their vitamins, so everyone looks looks a healthy human skin color, which is great. Good for them. They really right, wanted to prioritize their health after that first attack. Go ahead and spin north because we know you're gonna. Oh, I really hope I won't, but I you're... feel like I've jinxed us. Yeah, you're gonna spin north. Oh, I didn't. The Siege. Okay. I've never seen that one. So I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess I think it's going to be a Siege. I think it's him and Denzel Washington. Okay. Um, do we look up the plots for the new ones? I guess we don't. No. Okay. It is him and Denzel Washington. 1998. Okay. Decently reviewed. Okay. I recognize the director's name. I'm going to look that up and then we'll call it. Um, My only I feel like the Siege is- also. Oh, sorry. You go ahead. I was just going to say, my only concern is that we've basically just gotten to siege type movies that were very bad. And now we're going to get another siege type. Well, I assume a siege type movie based on the title. My my concern was that the siege feels like a movie that could be secretly two hours and 40 minutes long, but no, an hour 50. Okay. That's not so bad. Reasonable. Um, Director's done some stuff. Yeah. I'm just looking them up now. He did the not terrific Jack Reacher sequel. He did Blood Diamond, The Last Samurai, Courage Under Fire, Legends of the Fall. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's still working, kind of. Is he? Because, like, I'm mostly showing that, like, Love and Other Drugs was his last movie. No, the Jack Reacher sequel was his last movie. Okay. Love and Other Drugs was not bad. 
it was okay. And Hathaway and Jake Gyllenhaal were naked a lot. So it had that going for it. Exactly. What more do you need? All right. So next time we will be the siege. Uh, in the interim, thank you, Sam, once again for joining me on this one. Yeah. Hopefully, we knocked another one of the the worst ones off, and it's just all smooth sailing from here. We keep but, saying that, but it's not been great lately. No, we've had a bad run, but we we're done with fortress movies. So at least we yes. know whatever we get next will not be a fortress movie. Shit, we we did we talk? No, we did talk about the mystery. No, yeah, okay, we're fine. I yeah. can't keep track of when we're recording what, and I just hit my microphone, and I apologize. Yeah, we had learned about the detective one after the last movie, but we one thing, thank you, I forgot to mention, is right after the last record, one of the mysterious remaining movies did get a release date. Now I'm just going back to double-check what that was. Wire Room will be released on Blu-ray September 13th. There is also now a trailer, which there wasn't before, but obviously we can't watch that. We don't watch those. But it does exist. It's a shame we didn't think to consider that like a feature at the start to watch the trailers after we watch the movie to see like how much they've misselled it. That's true. Missold it. All the comments are, man, we're we're operating on a whole other level than most of the internet because all the comments are like, where do these movies keep coming from? I thought he retired. It's like, oh, motherfuckers, you have no idea how this works. My favorite, like I said, was still the review that said, well, at least Fortress will go down in like Fortress 2 will go down in history as the last the last Bruce Willis franchise and Detective Knight came out of nowhere to say the fuck it will. Nope. And who knows? Maybe in a few months when we're like, well, that's it. Detective Knight. They'll be like, guess what? He filmed some vampire movies. It's like, oh, my God, God. I wish I would be so much more on board with these movies if they more of them had vampires. I'm just making sure that he hasn't they haven't announced anything else since. And no, it's all this, all the same stuff. Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you, Sam, for joining me here today and stay tuned next time for the siege and keep enjoying those Willis's, but not with fortress Two. but not with fortress Two. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Don't keep enjoying those Jesse Metcalfs. Nope.